Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. Start playing Pokemon again. Have you? Uh, what, what, get Game Boy, um, Switch, uh, Wii U, uh, DS, uh, Pokemon Go on the old Mobly app location? Uh, I've been playing Pokemon Heart Gold on my Nintendo 2DS. Wow. Lovely. Uh, because my niece has gotten really into Pokemon and I want to... Your knees have gotten really into Pokemon. Both Mm. my knees and my niece. What about your niece's knees? No. Oh. Hate Pokemon. Famously, Lucas's niece's niece hate Pokemon. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yes, it's fun. It's a lot of pressing A. What did you most (laughs) recently catch... Um, hepatitis B. I think. <laughs> I think it was a Geo dude. What's the biggest Pokemon you've ever caught? <laughs> Surely it's a Whale Lord. The Whale Lord. Yeah. What's the what smallest? Hello and welcome to what is music? A music podcast about music. We're a podcast that focuses on discographies in their entirety, doing deep dives on one artist at a time. Former Q. We're currently in season two, which is called Are You Amused? A critical analysis of the history, cultural impact, and music of Muse. We're going through their entire career, album by album, track by track, asking questions like, does context matter when you are listening to music? Does knowing the history of an artist affect your appreciation of their output? And this season, we are, of course, asking, are you amused? And to be clear, we're asking if you're amused by the band Muse, not whether or not you're amused by us, the host of this season, are you amused? To which you are now amused by 
listening. I'm Adam Scott Glassball, and I'm joined by my co host, Steve Murphy. Hello! Hello, Dave! We are, of course, on our quest to answer the question what is music? I think that music is. Uh, the liquid that fills the cup of life. What do you What do you guys think uh, music is? Imagine that was this is someone's first episode. They heard that fucking intro. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I think music is. I think it's the gas that fills the balloon. Of and I think uh, music is the solid. Uh, when you really need to go and you've got to really strain. <laughs> so as soon, as soon as you said solid, I knew exactly the direction uh, was that was about to go. It was going to be about poo-poo. Um, <laughs> it was going jokes. to be about doing a pop. How are you guys? Good, man. I can't wait to get into the rest of this album. We've already done After it, Steve. Two we're, songs. we're recording all of these like way later. I know, than but... The- but I'm doing, you know, I'm oh, pretending yeah. that we're back in time. Sorry about that. Time will waste oh, yeah, we're not recording all these intros and outros Shush. after having talked about the album because yeah. we went on for too long. Stop flicking the wizard's pencil. Uh, shall we get on with it? Let's do that. What are we up to? Undisclosed Desires. Well, we're going through the discography of one of the only bands that features Tom Howard, as we learned last week. Uh, There's a few. (laughs) Uh, It's Muse, and it's from three different perspectives, which is me, not a big Muse fan, very analytical about music. Lucas, huge Muse fan, but thick as fucking shit. And uh, Steve (laughs) Murphy, who is just sort of like really fucking boring. Just like float, <laughs> just floating about between ideas and just fucking gravitating to whoever I want to impress the most. We got, yeah, we did Uprising and Resistance uh, in the last episode. So shall we plough forward? Where do you reckon we're going to get up to this time? Uh, track three. Well, we got, yeah, <laughs> we're going to do, do an hour and a half on Undisclosed Desires. Uh, I have a feeling it would be stupid to split up the symphony. So, I, you know, even if we're short, we'll save it. This is just an on-air meeting. It's just an on-air meeting. I think we should get up to halfway through talking about cross-pollination and then we should just literally cut the recording mid-sentence and then release yep. the Well, next then the episodes okay. will be almost like cross-pollinating, won't they? Because they're oh, sort of, you know... Spoiler alert. And I'm when you think about it, when we that. release these podcasts, we are spreading our codes to the stars. We are. Are we? That I think that's true that of radio waves, but I don't think it's true of podcasts. What if someone's got satellite internet? What if someone has one of those radio Bluetooth players for their car where they have to put it through the radio? That still isn't, though, going to space. No. No. Oh, I want to go to space. I don't I, want to I, go to space. I would love you to go to space. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. Yeah. I would love to know. I would love to, to see Steve knowing it was coming in the coming days. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, oh shit, I'm I, about to go to space. And just what that would be and like. And I don't think I've actually told you that before, but I've wanted it for a long time. It's, it's <laughs> one of my undisclosed desires. Bum, 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 bum.
slap bass. Let's move on. Um, did you have more to say than slap bass? I reckon, I reckon Steve probably has some things to say. But. Um, <laughs> do you know what? There's the least amount of notes I've written for a song. I appreciate the strings. Have you written slap bass anywhere? I appreciate the harmonies. I haven't written slap bass. Whoa. What's the point? But what I will say is that otherwise this does nothing for me. Right. Really? My whole world's been blown apart. Oh God, Lucas is Lucas is weighing straight in. With I right, okay. really hate, sorry, sorry. I really hate his vocal inflections in this song. And it's the, you are the one. I don't, I'm not, I don't even want to talk about the song yet. My whole world has been ruined and blown apart by the fact that Steve not only didn't have anything to say about the slap bass, <laughs> but he didn't say, and I literally wrote, Steve is going to say, Slap-a-da-bass. Because I <laughs> figured Steve would be Lucas, that predictable. I think you would have would also learned by now that every time you've written down Steve is going to say this, it's been wrong. Yeah, I it's know. Wrong, yeah. I just thought you were predictable enough that you would say slap a da What are you eating? I'm eating a, I'm eating a, <laughs> eating a bloody chocolate orange segment. Chocolate orange segment. We're doing vocals and you're <laughs> eating chocolate. Yeah. Okay, it's fine. Um, yeah, um, slap bass. I didn't even notice that. Slap bass. So you didn't notice the slap bass. No, do you know why? Because it is bow, so bow. nothing, this song. I like this. Apart from the harmony. In the undisclosed desire. I knew you'd like that. Great. Because you love a little harmony, don't you? I love a little I like this. I think this is super catchy. Um, this is definitely one for me that at the time I was probably like, meh. And now I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, this, yeah. this fucks. Now you're like, eh? It's really good. It's a really catchy, like, pop song. Yeah. It's, I mean, this is a straight-up pop song. This isn't a rock. This is not... Well, do you, do, do you want a clip of the vibe that I think it has? Here we Obviously. go. Obviously. Obviously we do. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm just... I'm going to go forward a little bit. Good song as well. And also, good song, also... Um, similar use of strings and like that beat. Is and Crimea, kind of Crimea River is a really good song. It's got that whole like. Why did they make a song vibe, about the Crimean you know? River? <laughs> Twat. Um, funny enough, that will not be the last time that we make a comparison to Justin Timberlake. I think. I Interesting. I well, I do that. know. Uh, well, you know, Timberland, obviously. Yeah, this sounds like Timberland-esque as well. Yeah, yeah. and they work with Timberland. Uh, do they actually work with him? Yeah, he produces a track on Simulation Theory. Sorry to blow your mind. No, I'm just trying to remember because there's, <laughs> uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of research for other albums. I'm trying to remember what's yeah, happened on yeah, other yeah. albums. Yeah, no, they work with Timberland. But this yeah. is like the first sort of indication that maybe they'd like to sound like a Timberland. I mean, there is literally, there is zero guitar, there is zero piano. Matt is <sighs> doing nothing but singing on this song. Strings, though. Are they real strings or are they synth strings? Talk this is this will surely all be programmed strings. Oh, even though lovely. even though they obviously <laughs> went into an orchestra, even though they obviously got an orchestra involved for this album, you don't need it for this one. This I wouldn't be surprised if that. this is more sample because that's the entire vibe of the song. You need crisp staccato strings. Crisp. Yeah. Lo- I like Wollstoneholm. Yeah, yeah this is definitely one where I like when I sort of got over myself and probably got a bit older and like <laughs> was un- like unashamedly <laughs> like would enjoy a fun pop song. I was probably like, yeah, undisclosed yeah, desire is actually really catchy and fun. It's catchy. Um, I just, it, it's just, it's, I, I will forget about this. The bass is like, it's really fun and cool and silly. Yeah. It's very yeah, silly. Yeah. yeah. This was, I remember this being a standout for um, me and a friend who likes Muse. 
uh, who I, I don't know. I don't know if he'd want to be known. Alex Ollis. Um, this was a standout for both of us because it's like so pop and so catchy. Like I, I think this is just like an undeniable sort of song. It doesn't matter if I like it or not. It's always in my head. His voice is just so irritating in this, though. You don't well, like, like the. <laughs> you kind of feel it's a bit like. I don't know. The rest of the song is fine. Like if they had a different vocalist, they should have got another vocalist on. They should just get another, the Muse another song. Yeah, <laughs> that is primarily Matt Bellamy. I think Matt Matt like described the bass on this song. So he said something like, "We're we're using bass in a way that's been banned for the last twenty years or something Slap. like that." Is it being yeah, banned? Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's just uh, like, like so literally Dom programs drums for this song, Chris plays slap bass, and Matt does nothing. Cool. Yeah, cool. That's different. Like, yeah. that's not like that's not the band that did Newborn. They're using the studio as an instrument. This is yeah. the one that you said that uh, they said, or Matt said, that people would either hate or get on board with. Is that right? In one of the last Matt episodes. Or did I say that? You said that. You said, said that. Matt did said. I say that or did I quote Matt saying that? You quoted Matt. Oh, I don't remember the last. Okay, episode. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> cool. It's all a distant about. memory. Yeah, it's all a distant memory. Um, this was originally actually was like a guitar-based um, song, and then they turned it into an acoustic song, and then they completely changed it and made it an R and B song. Nice. I don't even know what this song looks like as an acoustic song. This is but. the logical sort of follow-on from Supermassive Black Hole. Uh, yeah, well, logical, depending on which direction you're going in. It's logical yes. if your direction is to get poppy and, and fill a dance floor. Um, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't I dance to Undisclosed Desires. You Not the you sort would. of clubs that you would go to. I don't go to clubs anymore. You're not going to... Yeah, when you were going to clubs, you were going to clubs that played, that played Slipknot. Or like... Not Slipknot, okay. You're going to clubs that play like... Green Day and Blink on it. They, you just have a singer song to a song that you liked when you were seventeen. Do you think they play Guys. Undisclosed Desires in like a walkabout? Like what? Not in walkabout, no. But we're not clubs. Is specifically name the. I'm joking. Carry on. There is a club scene that probably we are not the sorts of target audience for that Speak would listen up. to this sort <laughs> of R and B sort of groove, right? Adam yeah, can verbalise this better than I can. No, I think I think you lost me at the word groove. To be groove. honest, well, they wanted, well, obviously the groove was a B side for Absolution, so we, you know, let's not get it confused. Sure. Uh, speaking of clubs, when everything is open again, guys, should we? Have oh, a, should we go to a club? Yep. Bang up for it. So up for it. Yeah. Like, should we go down Prism or something? I don't. Yeah. Something what like. The fuck is Prism? Is I don't Brighton? know. It's the, it's the mega club in Brighton. Uh, now, as yeah. much as I want to go to a club, I don't know if I want to go to like the biggest club in a city. No, I let's fucking like I, do it. Let's yeah, get it. Come on, Lucas, let's have it large and have some fun. Yeah, let's have I a wanna, big one. I want to go to the edge in Southampton because it's like That's, open till no, five. No, no, no. Let's let's go to Prism. Let's see what the kids are listening to. Like God. We That's gonna be such a- imagine we get in there and uh, imagine we get in there as we walk in. I want to reconcile the violence in your heart is actually yeah. quite a good lyric. Yeah, so it's about his girlfriend. It's about his like his love. It's a love. It's a love love song. It's all about love, and it's his love girlfriend. Let's uh, talk again about. Uh, so this is one of the ones where later Matt just does his Bono thing of walking around and singing it and strutting and Bono. looking like yeah, a bit of a wanker. That. Happy birthday, by the way, Bono. Uh, happy birthday, Bono. Um, yep. Um, and he does the thing where he like, goes into the crowd and gets like high fives and shit whilst he's singing oh, it. No. And I, it winds me up. Um, what's, <laughs> what's cooler 
is what they did around this actual tour with this song, where oh, yeah. Matt, we talk about Matt's custom guitars. This is where he got his custom guitar made. Oh, for fucking hell. And he had his... Just it's, when it's, I'm on board. It's actually not just over a the railing. It's actually more than just a guitar. So there's apparently there's an instrument called a star, which is Z S T A R, which is like right. another synthy, like you press the buttons and it makes some sounds type instrument. So and the neck the, and it makes the neck is a star. Right. The body has just got like a you know, very short keyboard on it. Yeah. And he's doing both. He's like it's fair play it's cool he does like a he does like a whole like synthy intro to the song and then starts playing it at least he's like playing it they're not yeah. playing it on a backing like yeah, now right. well it's not a backing track now morgan will be going on his keyboard at least like the map to be fair was playing the parts live yeah, fair play on an on a on an instrument that vaguely resembled a guitar <laughs> it looks quite clumsy i'll send you a pic it's like <laughs> He's literally like they've squeezed the 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 keys onto the, the exact body shape of his normal Manson guitar. Oh right, oh, right, okay. And it's like okay. not a yeah. Okay. No, it doesn't look like a guitar. It looks like his Manson <laughs> guitars, except the neck has got buttons all over it, and the body's got like a piano. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. I love it. it like I love a guitar, that shit. A guitar hero guitar. Oh, yeah, I mean it looks like cheap and plasticky. Yeah, because it <laughs> looks like it's cool. I'm all for it. Um. Yeah, this song's definitely was a grower for me. This is like when I talk about the 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 interesting songs are no longer the rock songs. Like this. This was another single, right? This was a single. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cool video. It's another cool one I heard video. loads. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah. Yeah, um, I bet you did, Steve. Yeah, I, I bet fucking you bet you did. did. Yeah, I fucking I bet, bet you did, mate. Do you know what? I bet you did. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? This is def- definitely one where I have grown to like it more over over time for what it is, which is like a fun pop jam. Mm. Fun pop jam. Yeah. Fun pop jam. Seem this has got your name written all over it. Um, a yes. B Steve. <laughs> when you first heard this song, uh-huh. how much did that left turn throw you off? Oh, like there's like two I, I left nearly turns, veered like, off the road. 
There's, li- there, well, there's, there's like two left turns in short succession. So it obviously starts off this really nice piano, and I really like this like first chunk of like the piano. It's really nice. And then suddenly it's like Queen, and they do that. And then <laughs> and then there's that, and they think, okay, so it's going to be a big guitar-y Queen song. And then suddenly it's like, oh, it's Arabian Nights. Yeah, and like it, a it borderline offensive hot, song. Like it goes. Yeah. And it, is that offensive? Oh. <laughs> I don't think it's offensive. <laughs> and if Adam says it, Adam knows what's what. So come on. Uh, like, it goes in like these two complete, like there's three such different directions in the space of about 15 seconds. Right. Where it this- goes from like piano gentle, ridiculous queen, like literally going, like with the harmonies. In, even and though then, the there's Brian May. He does it. Brian May. And, and, then, and then suddenly into this like Arabic strings thing. Yeah. Out of no, it's such, so many ideas are just thrown into this song. <laughs> so I think this is more or less apart from that first time that I lay on your sofa baked and we listened to it, that I've heard this song. Uh, obviously what, Queen. Just, the, just now when I played it. Just then, yeah. I haven't bothered. You should have listened bothered. ahead of time. I haven't no, bothered listening. Um, now this song exists in a space of absolutely despising it with all my being and yet <laughs> loving it so much. It's so you it's, know? it's it's extremely silly. It's extreme. No, you should have just cut off. What is in the song Do You Want to Play by Extreme? Yes. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> this good. is the song that put me off Muse. Yeah. So this one you hated to that level. Yeah, pretty much. With, speak on that. It's just not my tempo. It's just so not my sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah, just everything I don't like about Muse. Like, but do you not? Do you not? You said you might be charmed by the silly. Is the silly not charming you enough here? Well, initially, it was it was the inability to not know when enough is enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I think every song needs a ballad. And big explosive guitars <laughs> exactly. and harmonies. And it also needs strings. And those strings need to have a very clear, like, foreign influence. And then it and needs... also like, more... you need to stick a cover on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so the end bit, the, like the melancholy piano. So it does like piano bit, queen bit, Lawrence of Arabia style strings. It does that again. And then there's some sound effects. And, and then some the end... yeah. And then the end bit is is Chopin. It's Nocturne and E flat major op nine number two by Frederick oh. Chopin. Yeah. It's not his it's not his. So song. that's what goes into my next point is that it ends how like a lot of the songs well, maybe not a lot of the songs, but some songs end on this album that I don't like is that it ends with like the song ends and then it's a little piano flourish. Which in this one has kids giggling underneath it, which I hate. But at the end, like tinkering up and down, he just can't end the song. He has to just spaff all over it at the end, and it does ruin some of the tracks. There's no the restraint. Yeah. yeah, there's no. Restraint. As lovely as yeah. the songs might be, or as lovely lovely as the the piano at the end is for me. And of course, it's lovely. It's Chopin. Like, of it, it, well, it, well done. Tr- you played tried you and show, Well yeah. done. Yeah. You played a lovely <laughs> Chopin bit at the end of the lovely at the end of the song. Although this example does go lovelyly. That's not a word. It goes nicely yeah. into guiding light. It's like a big sweep from the left to the right and then back again. It ha- well, it's the sound of a fighter pilot. But it happens far too often. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing with the, li- the, thing this with the song kids is, this is, is so- it- this song is Monty Python's get on with it. Like, just someone chat. <laughs> the thing you say with the kids, I think the idea is supposed to be it's like kids like playing and, th- and it's all gentle and then suddenly you hear like a jet, like, you know, they're going to maybe get Fighter bombed. pilots overhead. Yeah, because bombed. there's a story to the to the album. 
Do you like the no, children just, underneath it, Lucas? No, I don't like the sounds of the kids, but that's what I was going to say. Because you that. specifically you told me once what... you didn't like a no, Coheed hate... and Cambria song because, because it had children, children giggling. giggling. Oh, don't talk to me about that song. I like I've, the sound effects. Uh, the, uh, the, I was just telling you what it is. I was just telling you that's what they were going yeah, for. Yeah. Um, sure. I, I do really like this song for all the reasons you expect. <laughs> Because of all the reasons that Steve doesn't like it. Because no, it's but silly. No, this <laughs> is the big, problem. This is the problem Adam, I have. No, but the thing is, he does like it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm yeah, in this yeah, insane yeah. space where, like, it's like imagine two like magnets repelling magnets, and I'm in the middle going, yeah. "Fuck!" Like I'm just being like pushed between the two. Because, uh, Steve, because how ja, ja, he's saying the end of Eurasia. Yeah. Uh, it's how about this, bonkers. Steve? How about you like it, but you have no respect for it. <laughs> or I do you respect oh. it but don't like it? <laughs> oh, that's oh I'll yeah. Which you. one is it? I'll tell you at the end of the episode. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, yeah, it's um, I. It's a lot. It's a lot. There, of it's stuff. a lot. It's exhausting. The there, there's all, a lot of stuff, and I have some clips of some and, stuff. But let okay. can I just yeah? The, the thing is, all the different parts of it, like that that intro, everything up until me only one that first bit. It lo- lovely lovely so piano bit that's so like and that isn't him ripping off someone that's just him playing some really nice piano well. he's composed a really nice piano bit there that's really nice uh like that's really nice and then it's just a whole different thing which is a really fun silly ridiculous song it's like three songs isn't it yeah yeah and yeah anyway here's that really nice piano bit you were talking about that he definitely didn't rip off oh here we go I mean, there's only so many notes you can put in order, right? Very similar. <laughs> what, is, what is that? That's Radiohead, the Daily Mail. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Of, of all the bands you could have seen. I know. It was. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and here is, here is the next clip I have for this song. Because there's so much going on in this song, I have more than one clip for it, apparently. We know this bit. What film's this from? Wait for the strings. I like the strings. <laughs> ah, beautiful. Just a little bit from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's all fine. I like, think the clips that I've played think I, I think that it shows that the, the album is derivative i think we've spoken before about bits of their music sounding like other artists but it never sounded deliberate but it does actually sound a little bit deliberate on this i mean mean, the queen bit is deliberate there is no universe in which you don't do that and say this is a queen like nudge nudge right and there's no way that they didn't listen to uprising and go let's try and make this sound a bit like yeah yeah there's no way you don't do that stuff like temple of doom and the daily mail by radiohead is maybe just in the ether but still they're pulling from the ether that others pull from, and so it comes across as a bit derivative of lots of other things. But bear in but... mind, their whole thing with this album was they were going for like, we're just going to do it whatever the fuck we want, and if it sounds like someone else, fine, and if it's funny, fine, and if it's silly, 
fine. Lucas, fine. My ne- the next section of my notes says, but, in capitals, it's derivative of lots of other things. Like, look at the stuff that they're pulling from. It's like 60s sci-fi TV, post-punk, sweeping film scores, uh, Undisclosed Desire sounds a bit like Britney Spears, alt-rock, musicals. It's like genuinely sort of impressive. We're only four tracks in. And the, the album gels as well as it does is sort of down to their skills as musicians. And I like this song now. And there's nothing I can do about it. Oh, <laughs> wait. So you do now like <laughs> this song. Nothing so can is do this about the it. thing that made you question your whole life? Is the no. fact that this put no. you off music yeah, because now you're like, oh shit, do, do I like this? There's nothing I can do about it. That's locked in now. There's nothing I can do about it. Do you know what? I wish that uh, he didn't put a uh, uh, a cover of Chopin at the end. But like you said, what am I going to do? It's a lovely bit of music. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I enjoy that bit of what music. What are you going to do about it, Adam? And just to just to go back to your point again, Lucas, uh, you're absolutely right. I didn't like on the Absol- on on Absolution album where they were splitting up tracks that should have been um, should have been separated, or I feel that should have been separated. And so great, I really like that they put that little addendum on the end of the song. I love that very much. And uh, same with the opera. I think that that is cool. I think if it was Absolution, it would have been a different track. And it's cool that they have the confidence now to just go, nah, fuck it, we're going to do a six and a half minute song and it's going to have a completely different section at the end of it and sound effects of children playing while fighter jets go overhead. <laughs> it's ludicrous. And, and it's he, stupid. And he would actually play uh, Nocturne in E-flat live as well at the end of it. He would actually... Oh, that's good. Well, I said that. So Seaside Rendezvous, the first night he did it, uh, the second night he fucked it. Oh, Which is oh, embarrassing. No. So three important points I need to make okay. about this song. Go. Number one, Brian May specifically commented and said he loved it. That's right. important. Fine, cool. Yeah, and of course. He agreed, I like he, this song now. There's nothing he, I can do about he, it. He actually said, I think I, I like Muse because they've got their tongue in their cheek, which has been my whole thing. This I like time. Muse because right, they I like sound this song like everything I've, I've ever done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, um, this song features the triumphant return. Matt described it as back with a vengeance return of the Llama's Toenails. Okay, what? fantastic. Well, I know I love this song. Yeah. There's nothing I can do, but I simply must stand this yeah. song. Two, when they released this in parts, where were they? When, where when were they? they did, were they did they keep them in storage? Like, they were on like, the llama's toes. I mean, I can tell you for bag. a fact. I do know for a fact that Muse have like a locker where they keep like stuff. So maybe they've just got like a little drawer that's labelled llama's toenails, and it's got the. You bits know in it. that for a fact that they've got a locker that keeps stuff. Yeah, there was an. Interview, I remember there being an interview when Matt. They said about like yeah. weird fan art, and Dom was like, "Well, I was down the locker the other day, actually, and I like was looking up old fan art that we oh." They've Every got like band lock- has that, you know. Yeah, right? where else do you keep it? Yeah. You've yeah. got a lock-up full of stuff. Like- I was watching a thing, about, I don't like the Foo Fighters, but I was watching a documentary about them the other day. <laughs> and, and yeah, Dave Grohl just has like a warehouse where he keeps all 300 of his amplifiers. Yeah, like what are you yeah. going to do? Where, where else are you going to do it? And think about it, you've also... Where yeah, what are you going to do, Steve? They're also, they're not going to, they're not going to, they're not going to like burn all the sets. So somewhere they've got to store all the sets as well, because they're not going to just get rid, are Why they? Why didn't you burn city? the sets? Uh, three third important point when they released this song in parts the first chunk they released was obviously the lovely piano intro and then going to the word you and then it cuts yes that you Prick. is exactly the same as the first word you in unintended you is it the same note and everything it's the yeah. same is it you the same? and me are the same and you oh so you could literally cut the song my... i'm convinced they're the same Ooh. If I was a man who wasn't as lazy, I would have cut the two together. I'll do uh, an edit. I've got my little sounds off. But I'll I didn't for this episode because I came unprepared. Right, Great. we're okay. going to go 
We're going to do two different reactions right now, okay? Adam's going to do okay. it now. Oh, I wasn't going to put it in the episode. <laughs> Let's do it anyway. Fuck okay, it. yeah, I will now. Yeah, And then we'll go, oh, cool. Yeah. Or, oh, nah. Or, oh, it doesn't really sound very similar. You're wrong, Lucas. It's going to be weird to have to edit that bit in because it, obviously it's Lucas saying it. Yeah. Which um, is... Obviously, like 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 lyrics wise, this is obviously the whole United States Eurasia thing that we talked about earlier with the whole like AI. Oh, hang on, stuff. let me just check the title of the song. Yep, that checks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's about that whole thing. Yep, it's about the United States of Eurasia. Great. But in a oh, classic Matt way, though, important is, context. I mean, you, you yeah. so you said about musical theatre and stuff like that. Um, the Matt described this song as this song is from an imaginary musical about United States of Eurasia. The search for peace and the accidental creation of a new superpower challenging America. But the fact that he's saying Lovely. imaginary musical, so he's in his head thinking of a musical. <laughs> Do you know what? That right. he's then writing a song about. He's thought of a fictional musical and he's going to write a song about this, that musical. This isn't part of the musical. I've done that. No, but see, oh, this God. isn't part of the musical. This song is about the, the imaginary yeah, musical. He's not right. writing oh, okay. the musical. It's like Tribute by Tenacious D. This isn't that song. It's just a this tribute. This is not the musical of United States of Arabia. This isn't the musical. He's writing a song about the musical. It's like not. It's not a song from Lion King. It's just a song about, about the stage play, The Lion King. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's an album called Kaziah by Protest the Hero, and they're like a prog metal band. Um, and it's a it's a concept album, and it's split into three parts with a, with an overture at the end. But I've always in my head, Fuck it, no. as I listen to it, I see the musical of that album. Like I can see the stage show and the dancing and how they would do effects and stuff. Is that yeah, really but you're not weird? Very well, are you, Steve? No, I'm not very well, and I'm <laughs> getting help. Yeah. Yeah. You okay? Oh, I was hoping you'd... Guiding light. You're right. Oh, right. Our segues on this one are spot on. When pure This is musical. No, this is Muse. Oh, the, the song that spawned a thousand memes. Right, so this is the thing, okay? Uh, this song is a meme to yeah. me because of the pure heart thing, but I don't get it. Yeah, can you please explain this? I had thought going into this again that it was because this song is like so bad or so cheesy that it was completely out of step with everything that Muse had done before or since but this is just standard muse 
is that, remember, bear in mind, think about this before you've heard any subsequent Muse. Yeah, this is just Muse when they're being like a bit lazy or on autopilot. And it's no like, it's I don't think it's any cheesier or worse than Sing for Absolution or Feeling is, Good I think or Falling Away With You. It's it's not like it's the sa- it's obviously the same songwriter. It's not good, but it's not like ruinously bad. It's just this is I hate to break it to you, Lucas. This is what people think Muse sounds like. I don't think it's a meme because it's considered to be bad. I think it's because it's so ridiculously. I think it is a lot cheesier than those songs you guys did. It's not. It's not even as cheesy as uh, as Resistance. Do you know what? I think it is. But that's why I really like it. Yeah, I can't hate regarding like I. Oh, I, hate I it. really like the cheese. Don't worry, guys. I'm putting in the effort for both of you. Good. Yeah, that's nice. You <laughs> that's hate cool. it. That's yeah. good. I mean, someone's got to hate it because yeah. it does deserve. <laughs> yeah. It does deserve a bit of disdain. I really, I really, I really that. like Guiding Light. I also cannot hate it. I do love Guiding Light. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's so, so nice. Silly. It's silly. It's just a stupid, ridiculous. They just wrote. They just went. Let's play a song. That we can fire off the confetti cannons for. Yeah. Gig, play a big guitar solo, get on my knees, like stupid stadium just is silly. <laughs> I, I fucking love it. This it's is the, so this is the massive stupid. contradiction I've done on this podcast, though, is because I've said about, oh, epic for epic's sake. And yet I'm going, oh, I really like this. The melody's and, nice. And, and this has been my argument. And I and I use this song as an example. And I'm now going to, I don't know if I, I'm going to go back to it. You're just going to say about, it. And I'm just going to say it. Is that they, is that, Yes, it is more epic for epic's sake and silly, but I think this is where they have truly crested over into silly that it's fun. I I, I do agree. Whereas like yeah. Invincible, I think is for example. So you say is, you do agree or disagree? Do agree. I do agree. Is is Invincible right. is, is cheesy in a different way that's not quite as obviously it's a bit better as you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Whereas this is so silly that it's like a bit funny. And fun. Oh, well, that, I don't, I and don't and this is the song I give as the that. example because there is literally a clip of them in the recording studio playing this song and yes. Matt does the solo and it's like showing them listening to the playback of it and they literally burst out laughing at the pinch harmonic at the end at that and they like nope. and that is what? not why they're laughing I think it is it's I, I disagree you've it watched of, it back because I've referenced yep. it it is one of the few times that that documentary footage goes into split screen which yeah. means they want you to see both pieces of information at once because yeah. one has context for the other it's because he flukes it it's not because of the part itself it's because he manages it on the first try and does this ridiculous palm muted like step up you know the bit where he goes and then and you can see his face as he's playing it where he's going like well i don't know how i've managed to hit all of the notes in that on the first try and so they're <laughs> laughing at that they're not laughing at the part itself. Now, let's argue for an hour about this. Okay. <laughs> because because there's no way either of us can know the answer to that question. Because there's no. no dialogue over it. They're not describing it. So I can read it as that, and you can read it as that, and I can be right and you wrong. But the decision to not have just them listening back to it and laughing, but to show him recording it and show them listening and laughing at the same time tells me that they want you to see him recording it because it offers context to them listening back to it. Mm, I think we're never going to agree, so agree to that. Okay. I'm going to talk over you then. no to that. Okay. <laughs> Two <laughs> things. We can, we can never know the intention they had behind it. Until that they are on this podcast. And we will Matt ask them. Bellamy, I know you're week. listening. 
listen get come on the show and tell just exclusively for one hour we will talk about the solo in guiding light oh my god i love that so much <laughs> uh, yeah i just can't i just i just it is so stupid and great i have to say i don't hate it as much as i hate stuff like feeling good i don't like it but also what i would point out lucas weirdly i don't know what you're expecting me to think of this album uh coming in but i quite like uprising i very much like resistance undisclosed desires and united states of erasure this is the first track i've disliked i don't know if that's surprising to you or not yeah it is a bit yeah (laughs) let's 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 let steve talk because he's wanting he we interrupt no i don't i'm I'm, I'm I'm deliberately stalling so that steve can't talk oh okay in which case so 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 once again like the it's the songs again about the lovers in 1984 being forced apart by the ministry of love uh, the Ministry of Love. That's apparently a thing from 1984, isn't it? The Ministry of yeah, Love. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I'm just trying to fill any silence you give so that Steve cannot. Okay, the respond. snare drum is recorded in a field of sheep. The back, <laughs> uh, and if you and, and on the mix, you can't on the five one mix of this album, which we'll get to. Uh, one speaker is dedicated to the you sheep. Can, you can hear the river and some sheep. Oh, brilliant! Okay, what? Steve, talk. Okay. Um, the snare drum is insane. It's basically a fucking cannon. Well, it's played in yeah, a field. Yeah, yeah. So, but what's the pure hearts thing? What's the meme? What's the th- what's the, the meme thing? is just how cheesy it is. That's it. Oh, it's not fine. That cheesy. Because though. I searched it and there's a mix that someone's done. I wondered if it was this, where the only lyric is pure hearts. Well, there's a lot of things about so it's that. like pure. Yeah, there's been there's been loads of, like think of anything silly like that. Someone's done it. Like on setlist FM, oh, sometimes it will just show the setlist <laughs> of a song just being guiding light eighteen times. Like it's just become a bit of a joke song with the community. I like it and pure hearts. I like it. My heart's pure. Your heart is pure. Yeah, like, uh, and again, this is one that's probably grown on me more. At the time, I don't think I ever disliked this song, but I think I like it more now than I used to because it's just fun. Yeah. It's I'm just fun you. and silly. It's, it's musical. Just, and the, it's the, the bass is fun. The bass is really cool and, ch- and, like, and, and, and chunky. And then the solo is just absurdly stupid and silly. And it's silly. I don't see it as that, as that stupid, but it is a very well-played solo. Like, yeah, I mean, Jesus he's, Christ, he's a good guitarist. Yeah, I mean, he's good at guitar. But you, Jesus Christ is a good guitarist. He's he good was, at the yeah. guitar. He could feed 5,000 people with just a fish and some loaves. And he could, he could also turn water into wine, and he was a fucking shredder. Fucking shredded. On on. Matt Bellamy, good at guitar, <laughs> new, new information for everyone listening to this podcast. Um, there's an, I've, got a, I've actually got a lyrical read to talk about, because apparently it's about the 1984 people, and it's whatever. The 1984. Yeah, the people from 1984. All those people yeah. around in 1984. Uh, loved by numbers, you're losing life's wonder. Touch like strangers detached, I can't feel you anymore. I read that as it could be about like like being in a band, like himself. Like you're loved by strangers that are deta- you know, detached. I can't feel you. You know, like it's, it. There, there's, mm. I'm trying to put into words what I mean. You know so what, what I mean? would like, the guiding light be in, in that scenario? Maybe he's talking about his girlfriend. His girlfriend, yeah, who he's like happily with at this point. So it is just sort of a a, a bit of a cheesy love song. A bit of a cheesy love song. In many ways. You know, there there are those literary references in there, but at the end of the day, you know, it is uh, a bit of a cheesy love song. Yeah. Live, it was played. I honestly don't hate it. I just, you know. Live, it was eh. played on the Resistance tour a lot and on the Second Law tour. It stuck around. From 
yeah. from that album. On the second Lord tour, it still stuck around, but this is one of the songs where Matt did the thing where he doesn't play guitar. Okay, Lucas, calm down. Calm down. There's a guitar solo in this song. <laughs> Wait, yeah, hang on. What do they do with so the guitar So he solo? would strut around and and or Morgan would play the most of the guitar. Yeah. And sure. then he would grab a guitar just to do the solo. I actually quite like that. I just, You're just an, play the an guitar enigma, for the, Adam. Just play the song for the guitar. I quite, like, uh, we, I we quite talk- like someone running out. Like their whole job that night is to run out, give someone a guitar so they can play it for a minute, and, and then, then he take gives it off it back again. To them. Yeah, yeah. He just reaches out his hand without looking. And goes, I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm glad he does that instead of not play the solo because yeah, that that's would be crimi- Because yeah, that'd sure. be criminal. Yeah. Um, like Take a Bow that we talked about on the Black Holes episode, this is another song that he's about to re-release on his little EP he's going to do. Yeah. And it's called Guiding Light on Jeff's Telecaster. And it's him playing it on Jeff Buckley's Telecaster that he's bought. Great. Is it going to be gonna different? Is it going to be just the, the well, tele- I have no uh, idea. Well, I, I have no I idea. Like acoustic. I have like no version, I have, right? I have no idea. But I, I can't help but think. I can't help but think. I can't help but think there's a little part of him that knows that picking Guiding Light is a bit funny. I've heard that there is a little part of him. Yeah, it's his whole body because he's like short. he's small. He's, he's a small is he? boy, little man. Yeah, the he's Batman like five, is he's small. like five seven or something. I think. Yeah, which is fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's, that's fine. fine. Unless fine, you're yeah. a man who's five seven, at which point you're pathetic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. That's mean. Yeah. I'm a short man myself. Uh, How tall are you? How tall are you? I'm like five. 10 just shy i'm like maybe just slither under i'm 177 centimeters what are you steve now i've gone a lot of my adult life thinking i'm six foot you're not and then i got measured i got measured for a uh for my operation i had Mm -hmm. and uh it turns out i'm like 511.8 Guys. And it was the most yeah. emasculating experience you know, of my life. That means that any I'm gu- slightly taller than you, and uh, yeah, I think you must well, be five well, eleven point nine. Steve, you're lucky. Well, no, you're I'm, not- I'm six foot five, aren't I? Steve, yeah. you are lucky yeah. you're not single anymore, mate. Because I tell you what, if you're under six foot now. That means you are an instant left swipe to everyone on Tinder. Yeah, and you can't every say you're single six girl foot if you're eleven you five eleven point eight. You yeah. can't even say you're five eleven these days without being put in prison. Yeah, you no. can't even go no. on your bloody everyone's on their bloody five elevens these days.
this is a Steve fight, what well, I implied earlier that well, Steve would like this. <laughs> so on my listens, I kept thinking like when when this song came around that of how much I love this one, um, mm. and I listen again, and I think all that I like is is the riff because oh. it, it really stands out on the album. But the song's seven minutes long. It is seven minutes. It's six fifty-four. Yeah. So like the distorted vocals and the like, what I've written is a pouty riff. Do, 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 do. Imagine pouting when you're playing that, right? Oh yeah, I can, um, one one leg on the monitor. Yeah. Oh yeah, Adam. Yeah. yeah, ten legs on the monitor. Or you could call it newborn light. Yeah, newborn part two. Yeah, newborn but not as good. Yeah. Toddler, <laughs> diet newborn. Yeah, that riff is diet newborn. No one wants to give any reaction to calling it toddler. No, really? I don't get it. It's, it's oh, because like newborn. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I, very good. Adam. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, right. thank you. But yeah. that means you don't like it then. <laughs> Steve said he was going to be positive, but I can see the cracks appearing. It, I think it's still a standout <laughs> track for me on the album because, like, it, oh I think, dear, <laughs> I think yeah, I think the riff, I think the riff is surprising at this point of the album. You're like, oh, well, yeah, oh we're six, song, kind of we're six songs up. in and we haven't really had any like heavy rock. I guess, exactly. I mean, Uprising, I guess, but yeah. that's not that heavy. I do not it's... like it when you say heavy rock. And, I don't know, it just like, up, sound right. Up, up, right like, Guys, do you want to listen to some heavy rock? <laughs> yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I don't like that. The end bit of Uprising and that was the, st- the first track, so that was quite a while ago now. So yeah, it now, does. Now, two like... hours ago, yeah. <laughs> now these are the things I don't like about the track. Okay, here we go. It's Lay All Your Love On Me by ABBA. Sorry, we're just going to do a quick clip then. Oh my God, it's exactly the same. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, it's exactly the same. It keeps going. Yeah, not helped by the fact that they're both motion words, right? Yeah, motion and emotion. That yeah. is that is incredible. Right, motion and ocean, or emotion and ocean, are one of my most hated lyric rhymes alongside night and morning light. <laughs> yeah, those yeah, really yeah. take me out of the track. So now let me get this straight. I love ABBA. I mm. love lay all your love on me, which is a hilarious fucking thing. <laughs> But and so that bit's quite cool. I like that. But like, um, there's like a giant middle bit that I just wish wasn't there. Like, I just wish it was a tight. I just wish it was a tight rock song, personally. Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence. There's a big, there's a big wank in the middle. Like, I like that they do something different to just doing a big guitar solo. Yeah, he does this kind of slower thing, but it does make the song four hours long. And maybe this song should be like an assassin, and it should be. Two minutes, fifteen seconds. I've written two fifty. Yeah, and like get, a, and, like and get get tight. rid. I mean, make sure you keep in ocean. <laughs> that sounds like System of a Down. Oh, it sounds yeah, so yeah. much like System. Let's let's play another clip. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Not exactly the same, but a very similar vibe. I mean, you literally could have picked any system of a down song. <laughs> yeah, but I'm yeah. glad we're all like kind of bouncing <laughs> off each other here. Oh yeah, there's that there's that second or third ocean, which is particularly ocean, which has got like yeah. triple harmony in it. So it yeah. sounds like system of a down, and it's funny. It's silly. Yeah, th- I like the is- silly. Don't get me wrong, I like the silly. But like when I think back at it, so it's like, oh yeah, it's the riff song. And then when I listen to it, it's like. 
uh, yeah, okay. Now, so this this for me is like I said earlier. This is the start. This album's the start of the rock songs being actually the weaker parts of the album, where this song, it's so it's fine, it's all right, but ultimately fairly in the grand scheme of this album, one of the more forgettable tracks. Agreed. Yeah, which is interesting when you can when you compare like when you compare it to some of the other albums where like fucking hysteria is the best song and absolution or whatever but then but 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 the outro oh when the riffs literally oh metal, my god it's so good the outro is play a little bit? yes please yes, play yeah yeah I, I take it, it back. It's yeah. my favourite yeah. song yeah. on the album. Yeah, good. Imagine Matt Bellamy has one foot up on an, on on the on the amp, and yeah. he's like playing the guitar, but he's like going left to right and playing it like it's a gun and like. Yeah, he's pointing the head at people. So, so, yeah. so Adam, do you fucking love this song? This is like my favourite song on the album. Oh Amazing. my god, this, I love that. This yeah. is yeah. such a turn. Like, like me and Steve, who generally respond more to the hev- to the like rock music, are nah, like so more comsar on it, and you are. Bang up for it. I'll tell you two bands I love, Lucas. Ava and System of a Down. <laughs> and the fact, the fact that they go from Abba to System of a Down in less than 10 seconds. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, this is my point, play. Adam. Like, yeah, I totally agree. I, I love Abba so much. And that's all in the bit I like and the riff. And then there is yeah. a middle bit. I just, I just don't care. The slow for. bit. So, the slow so bit what is, is different? What is different between this and Citizen Erased? Very good point. I don't know. Quality. I think it's more that, that it just goes. This <laughs> is <on>. very good. <laughs> I like the slow this, bit. Of this Citizen is the Erased problem more. with this is the problem with this song is that it's got the bit with like riff and Abba and System of Down and it's like okay now what uh, we'll do a slow bit and and then we'll just go I love cut the slow bit and we'll just cut it. And it will go just straight nah, back into the same thing again. I so like, I like that. It's not. It's not written as a song. This is written as two songs. This is written as the riff song, and this is written as the middle bit song. And they went split, shoved that in the middle, and that's. And how it I came like out. that. You, I like. Paranoid that's what's Android. different about. I. What I, I like. like Paranoid about Android. Is... I like Citizen Raised. I like this. I but love it when bands do that. Citizen Raised has like nice, gentle lyrics, and it's like really nice mm. and like this melody. That that is is just guitar, and it. It goes on for quite a long time, and it's quite plodding. Oh, but I like that. I like that it's 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 kind of challenging me to skip it. It's kind of going, yeah. I bet you find this fucking boring, don't you? you but you know, you have got some metal coming up. At yeah, the end of this exactly. Song. You don't want to exactly. miss that. And also, do you know what? I do want to take it beyond a peaceful protest. This is like one of the most impassioned things that he's ever sung. This this idea of like. Getting stuck in, you know, keys between stuck knuckles, in. Oi, win, win, windmilling win, 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 <laughs> in. <laughs> um, the, of the album, just just great riffage. Love the, it. Uh, the I'm being negative, but I like I don't dislike it, but just it, it, there's not much. This is not as interesting because it's more of just a rock song, which I've heard a lot of. But it's got that slow bit in the middle. The slow bit's the worst bit, mate. Yeah, I know, but it's not just—it's not just that sort of boring rock song, though, is it? Because it's got the slow bit in the middle. Yeah. The um. I, do you the... know what we're back to right now? Do you know what we're back to right now? This what? is the "Know Your Enemy" episode, because you guys found a lot of the second half of that album boring because there were songs like this on it. No, I disagree. I don't think this is boring at all. 
You just I don't, don't like it. No, I, no, I, I never I, said I, I didn't I, like it. I, oh, I said I really like it. Yeah, Steve just, likes I just, this. I really we're just, like. We're this. just not fawning over it as much as some I just, of the I other just, songs. I just think right, the okay. way it's put together was a bit of a shame. Now, by the way, what I'll say it, now, <laughs> I like it. I just think it's a bit of a shame. Uh, what I want to say <laughs> is that Adam's passionate passion for it as genuinely. Yeah, it's rubbing off. Yeah, it so really this whole is. Album, this episode so far, this has the, the exact opposite effect to Absolution, where I went into Absolution right. thinking more, and over the course of criti- criticizing it and analyzing it, I kind of sour not soured on it. I mean, I gave it a fucking eight or nine, whatever I gave it. But it's a nine. But I, I, I didn't. It came down from its. Pe- it came down from its pedestal. I've come into the resistance episode like with like a vague score in mind, and I it's going up in my estimation because the more I talk about it, the <laughs> more I realise how fucking great it I'm all the is. Same. And that's why you, I said at the beginning, I, I, I said at the beginning. Oh, sorry, Steve, gone. Oh, but I said at the beginning. <laughs> I did say at the beginning. I've got a score, but it's not set in stone. Uh, I and, just, and I said at the beginning that this album is all over the place. Yeah. And there is another album that we've covered before that is all over the place called Know Your Enemy, which that you I loved. enjoyed very much. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah, this to me it's just true. it's just not as interesting because I've heard you a lot of rock, I've heard a lot of Muse yeah, rock songs and there's a lot of far better Muse rock songs. Lucas guess, has heard loads of Muse rock songs, guys. That, oh, Lucas, what a fucking brag! Just Lucas has heard off. loads of Muse more rock than you, songs. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas is livid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've heard a lot of like Muse playing a rock song and yeah, there's a lot that are a lot better than this. And so I'm kind of like, well, I've got something to compare it to and rate it down against. Are you talking about to come or that we've already heard? Uh, both. In fact, no, mostly before. Um, uh, mostly before. A lot this more is before. Maybe, this, is, this is like top 10 material. I, I like, I've, I've, you know, I've, I can compare this to Newborn, which the riff is a bit similar to, and yeah, sure. all those other rock songs and and think they're better. Whereas I got nothing I can really compare Undisclosed Desires to, apart from maybe yeah, Supermassive Black true. Hole. And yeah. so I really like it. Whereas this, I can go, yeah, but it's not as good as like a dozen other heavy Muse songs. Sure. I prefer this to Newborn, <clears> so... Should we move wow. on to the next? No, so I, I will say the first, time I fir- the first time I heard this song that me and my girlfriend were driving to Wales and I put this on for the first time while we were driving and this song came on. What a driving song. So I just, I was, I was driving. I yes. turned to her just pouting. Go, <laughs> she's like, okay, I don't know what. The, the place I go with Muse, heavy Muse songs, and this is kind of the start of it and I think it only gets more and more over time, is I feel less and less like raw energy in the in the heavy songs with each successive album now it is for sure a like a completely it is a completely different vibe to newborn yeah in and um plug in baby in terms of how like rough and ready those songs were yeah but i like which I is like how which is why when we get to drones is. that's the whole problem Lucas, but we'll get to that what if i love drones then that'll be interesting because that, i love yeah. this right am i gonna like drones i don't think you are i don't we'll okay, see. Right, uh, a, a, a weird one about this song uh so there's a 5-1 version of this album i talked about it earlier um, lovely uh there's oh, I thought a you complete, said 5-4 there's there's a like another little bit so after the subwoofers after the <laughs> so many subs after the after the organ intro uh before the main riff kicks in there's like yeah. a really brief queen style guitar solo how do i get hold of the 5-1 version on just the 5-1 version yeah can i get hold of really that? random really random so does it make means. the song lo- longer oh, yes yeah, Mitch. yeah i need this version it is. it's it's uh 25 seconds longer 
Yeah, but why only on the 5-1 version, which fuck all people heard? It's weird. Well, a few more people are about to hear it. That's How cool as fuck. It's that so has made me random, like the though. song so much better. And it's only 25 seconds long. I well, don't know if it goes. Does it fit? I don't know. Yeah. Is it good? I don't care. I want it. I, I like that it fits less, and so it's more of a left turn. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, why on the 5-1 version of the song? Oh, man, I want that. It's not like I Random Mega I... Bosses with Assassin, which we'll do later, which it's... It's an extended version song when they release it as a B-side. Well, that this was my other thing, on... is, is when, when Steve said, like, oh, you should make this shorter, and you said, like, Assassin, I was like, well, I prefer the fucking long version, version of Assassin. Assassin. <laughs> but, they like, yeah, this isn't ever used as a B-side or whatever. It's just on the 5-1 version, which is I so I can't think fucking... of another example of any band ever doing that. It's so weird and specific. That's weird, yeah. I've got the 5-1 version, so I'm cool. I'm covered. Cool, great. So don't worry about Excellent. it. Cool. You've heard yeah, it. Cool. Covered, and now right. all of our listeners have heard it as well, yeah, so right. um, that's good. Yeah. Um, uh, how the fuck can you do a segue for this next one? Um, you don't. I, I, I just cut there and then I put it I put it in. Okay, yeah, cut there and put it in. Hot Badger. I knew Steve would love MK Ultra. Wow, what the fuck? I knew, I love, I knew Steve. I knew Steve would like it, and I knew, and I knew Adam wouldn't. I love MK. <laughs> I love MK Ultra so much. I knew Steve would like it. I knew Adam wouldn't. And just to keep things nice and balanced, I think it's okay. <laughs> I also think it's okay. Oh no, no, no! So I don't. Hate it. Oh. I don't dislike it. It's just that this song will not lodge itself into my memory. Just now, I think was the first time I've heard it. Oh, which is very on brand for the song <laughs> title. Um, let's get into it project mk ultra is the code name given to a program of experiments on human subjects that were designed and undertaken by the u.s central intelligence agency cia some of which were illegal experiments on humans were intended to develop procedures 
uh, and identified drugs such as LSD to be used as uh, in interrogations in order to weaken an individual and force confessions, confessions through brainwashing and psychological torture. Now, this is kind of Matt Bellamy's like loves a conspiracy theory brain, but in this case, not because this yeah. is all completely true. Yeah, <laughs> all of this happened <laughs> for real. Yeah. And also, I, I feel like that description of it didn't massively encompass everything that happened. It was also I mean, actual short... torture, sexual yeah. assault, and things like that. Which I think, if you're going to write a song about it, maybe a subject should be treated with some sort of care, respect, and intelligence, rather than whatever Matt Bellamy's doing in this song. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> do you know what's a shame? When I first heard, when I first, uh, like when the, fir- the track list for this this album was like released ahead of time or whatever i remember there was like a thread on like a muse forum or something and it was like what do you predict from each song and i saw the name mk ultra you thought it was something to do with milton Keynes. no and i was like and i was like it's going to be the heaviest thing muse has ever done right yeah i was like this is going to be speed metal this is going to be muse does dragon force oh yes i was like this is going to be fucking incredible just based off the name and i was like oh it's all right (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. It's so good. I don't know why. The name just made me think like MK Ultra. We just played a clip of it and uh, someone was actually, uh, Pete was asking us today if we actually hear the clips or if I edit them in after. Well, we do hear the clips and I just heard it and... You've forgotten it. I can't remember how it goes. Well, this 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 <laughs> this is quite on uh, what you just said. I've written great outro riff. Oh, outro yeah. riff's great. How does that go, Steve? Uh, it goes. It goes. That's it. Yeah. Remember, it had an outro riff. Should we play a little bit? Of yeah, it? the outro riff's cool. I really like that about that is the really heavy riff and the tambourine that's just panned left. Yeah. Um, I mean, it lovely. does end the same way as as the last song. Yeah, which is that's end true. with a end with some riffage. This struck me as the rock portion of the album. Yeah, which know. is fine. Like that's good. Yeah. Do that. Fine. Uh, I mean, before what was before Unnatural Selection, Guiding Light, which is like it's a guitar based song though. at the very least, but it's still yeah, it's a guitar yeah. song. I just wish yeah, that you know this one's... The, the the lyrics were a little bit more well thought out. I mean, I mean, I wish that in general for Muse, but specifically something that is dealing with these horrific true life events that happen to people. You know, it's a far cry from the Holy Bible by Man Street Preachers. You know what I mean? Like completely thing different is, lyrical style. When Matt, I can imagine that when Matt Benemy looks at this, he's not looking at the the. Human, human toll the human toll yeah. he's looking mm. at the mad government conspiracy That's underground talk yeah. to- you know he's looking at it from that perspective not the perspective of like there's real human beings that this happened to side because that's the sort of thing he's into right i think that's a shame and um just a bad way to think about these things i think personally but steve i know you love um, yeah steve tell us why it fucks yeah you riffs, love this song. riffs and shit in it so you really like the? Do you really like the main riff? 
I just think it's a good straight rock song, and it's. And I was going to say it's quite short, but it's still four minutes. <laughs> short yeah, there album. Yeah, there honestly isn't like a short song on this album, apart from Undisclosed Desires. Undisclosed Desires, I think, is the shortest. Yeah, maybe on, on this album, I just sort of um, responded a lot more to kind of more compact. This is the song, rather than this is the song, and then there's a fucking I don't know him tinkering about for a little bit for about three minutes and then it will come back into the same song again which they've done oh, i like i like that which, I you've, like just, which you've described a lot now and so far he's done it once which was the last one if we ever do radiohead steve you're not gonna like it I'll probably be hypocritical because I have been on this entire podcast. I <laughs> I said I, on I said on one of the episodes that I don't know what I like about music anymore. Yeah, me neither. I was really expecting to hate this album. Yeah, and I, was, I quite this, like it. This I'm whole, really annoyed. I, I mean, I mean, I'm quite, I mean, it has made me quite excited again after the sort of you know the quite disappointment of absolution. Yeah, of thinking if you don't like absolution, you're going to hate the rest of this. Now you're done. And this is going to be a really lame season because you're not going to like any of it. You loved Black Holes and now you're responding really positively to the resistance. And now I'm like, I don't know anymore. I'm but not. Steve, I, is, Steve, is, Steve, is responding, Adam, Steve is responding more positively than me to the resistance, which is, is Adam, mental. Is Adam going to like Drove? Less, sorry, less positively. I really like how I'm normally very strict about not wanting to play my hand and not wanting to give stuff away. But I'm very openly talking about what I think of drones and what I think you guys are going to think of drones. <laughs> I might like it. I might like it. At this rate, I've got no idea. I've got no idea. Um, uh, don't like MK Ultra though. Just fine. Yeah, you're wrong. I like the riff. The riff's cool. I mean, I like the You're guitar. wrong I, about unnatural selection, Steve. I so like. We should have an actual fist fight about it, or just kiss. Yeah. Oh, or kiss. I'm, what about a kiss fight? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I like the main riff, and I really particularly like. Or the just game. a fist. Yeah, let's just have a fist about <laughs> yeah, it. Either either one. I, uh, let's just smoke weed about it, guys. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I I like the main riff, and I especially like the guitar sound he has for that riff, which is kind of borderline sounds like a synth. Like that mm. sort of, it kind of almost sounds borderline like bit kind of Game Boy, like eight bit sort of. It does, yeah, you're right. And there's a there's a there's a bit of in the studio where they do that and it it does he, it, he's gone too far that way where it literally sounds like he's playing it through a Sega Mega Drive <laughs> and I'm glad he toned it down a little bit because it literally sounded like something that Animagaguchi would do or however you pronounce that band's name no that's right yeah um, yeah it's alright it's all, I mean at the time again this is one of those ones where I shows how about kind of my at the time I probably thought this is one of the highlights because it was rock rock song whereas now I'm kind of like eh. It's the it's the thoughts of a dying atheist of this of this album. Oh, that's a good shout. Yeah, that's true. Like it's a it's a perfectly good rock song, but it doesn't really do much for me now. Uh, I don't think it does much for the album either. Yeah, I mean, I it responded doesn't do to it much to expand the tone or the texture of the album for me. It was one of the ones live that was played a lot less, and so the that one time, I, and so the one time I did see it, I responded very positively because I was like, "Whoa, new, woo, yeah, spreadsheet, woo, <laughs> spreadsheet." But I think that's what I'm doing on this album. It's like, oh. Short-ish rock song in the middle of wank. You keep like, saying wank, but when I say wank, wank, I don't mean like it's very positively like to all of this. Yeah, when I say wank, I don't <laughs> mean like Steve made a point of saying he was going to respond more positively. Yeah, when I say wank, I don't mean like shit. I mean like literally, yeah, wanky, yeah, yeah, being wanky, yeah, being wanky, yeah, yeah. Um, and on that image, is the is the is the 
Is that strings or is that a guitar? Sounds like I think every, it's an organ. Sounds like every Muse song. An organ? I think it's Dracula. Yeah, but it is. Like a yeah. rock, sexy Dracula. Like a, I don't know, meatloaf. Are you doing that on purpose? Yeah. Are you referencing Dracula and like trying to bring trying to bring vampires into the conversation? No, I wasn't. I For wasn't, a segue, but, but it, it, I think I think it is an organ and maybe another instrument underneath it. Yeah. Interesting. I figured it was like a synth or or actually even strings. Mm. We can never know. We'll, we'll never, never know. know. There's no way of knowing unless unless maybe Matt Bellamy comes on this podcast and we'll only talk about the solo from Guiding Light and the riff of MK Ultra. No, we'll also just and maybe the woodwind. <laughs> of the oh. next song well well i would also like to talk to him just about um like the video oh okay the, the dom video i i feel like he needs i think it's time he needs to share oh that us. video oh that right. one yeah. okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh who wants to have a go at pronouncing the next song uh cool yeah uh, it's i belong to you plus mankoya sovra et I think it's Moncur Souvre Tavoir. I tried. I tried. Was quite good job, man. Good job. <laughs> Been practicing. got something written down here bassoon five yeah <laughs> print the t-shirt yeah get it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this love by maroon five with a bassoon solo <laughs> bassoon five good. you guys you guys take it away good yeah, yeah. loved it yeah. is that all you've got to say about the song is that yeah. all you wrote yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, something about Leo. In a similar way to Guiding Light, I can't hate it. Like, I can't not like it. It's now, just, I it's I just love fun. this bit. I love I love maybe the bit we played. I'm not sure what we're gonna play. I love the boom 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 boom. But then, yeah. but then it devolves into the on the piano again, like just fucking out. About... And then it comes back into it again. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, fine. Like you didn't need to like jerk off in the middle of the fucking song. You're talking about Monkey Souvenir Is that what that is? Okay. Which is which is not his song. 
Okay. It's by Camille Son Son. Son Saint. It's from Samson and Delilah. Okay. Yeah. Who who is Again. the person uh, that is the same composer as um Dance Macabre, which you will know from Jonathan Creek. We wish you a Merry Christmas Merry and Christmas. a Happy and New Year. <laughs> That's a very old bit. Yeah. That's like a year eight bit. Yeah, it is. That's me, you and Tom Lines. <laughs> very specific. Um, guys, we've got, do you know what anyway, is important? Go on. Do you know what is important? Or whatever he does. Because is it this? He does oh, that yeah. at the start of every fucking like after the does verse. He? he does little he does little mouth pop. Listen. Can you not oh, hear wow. it? He listen, does little pop. listen, listen to me. Lovely. It's actually not that, that he's doing though. He's doing one of those, doing one of those oh. like you pull your mouth and you go, Yeah, he's doing that, which I can't do. I like um, that. It, it, sorry, I don't want to shit on your great T-shirt idea, Steve. Yeah, but is it it's a bassoon not a bit, or is it no, a clarinet? It's a bass oh, it, clarinet. Oh, it, I don't it's care. A bass yeah, fair great. enough. Okay, good. <laughs> That's good. But can you play this "Love" by Maroon Five, please? Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. I can do. I also have my own clips. Okay, cool. This, this is great. Um, Didn't I compare a manic song to Maroon Five at one point? You also compared me to a yeah, Summer's and I Day, believe so. that I was absolutely fucking livid when you did that. <laughs> what song was it again? <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't remember. Listen to this low. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Also, do you want to hear the songs that I've like compared to it? Do it. It's got a touch of Maroon 5 for sure. I can hear that now. Bassoon 5. Oh, yes. (laughs) I mean, this is an absolute banger. (laughs) It just has it just has the same sort of energy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Also, does this remind anybody else of the Thomas the Tank Engine theme? Exactly. That's Laura by the Sister Sisters. Here's his here's the other one. All, it's, yeah, it's like those three songs have sort of combined yeah. to I mean, create. I'm uh, surprised you didn't play Shines. So so far, so far, <laughs> nobody yeah, has actually honestly. said. <laughs> does so? Do, do we like this song? Well, Adam's going to tell us in a minute. <laughs> there it is. I mean, what a classic! You're such a big um, I, yeah, I, Lucas, I, I, I like. I, think, I really like it. I really like. I think. It. I, I think Adam likes it. Here's my journey with this song. Okay, right. The I journey. fucking hated it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't like the first like minute or so, and then it gets to the bassoon. Uh, sorry, the <laughs> clarinet, clarinet solo, Squiddle and, and I'm clarinet. like, do you know what? Fair enough. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, You're like yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, it's not muse, my favourite yeah. on the album, but it's not a low light either. I don't mind it. Uh, the lyrics are, again, very bad. Attacks me mil- like a Leo. I love that bit for some reason. Uh, the melody is very good. And, yeah, fair play for having a clarinet solo on your stadium pop record. We must talk about the fact that he says, you are my muse. He says he doesn't. He says well, he doesn't. He says mu. Yeah, and the interesting but, story that that um about I, I, do you actually look Lucas? You might have this in your in your um context, so I'll let you do it. I am cu- what? <laughs> oh, sorry. So 
on this album, Matt Bellamy didn't ever actually handwrite any of his lyrics. They were dictated, uh, and his receptionist sort of PA person would type them up. And he was dictating these lyrics, and he stubbed his toe halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was going to be like, you are my muse, but it was actually, you are my muse. Ah! Ah! Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. then when it when uh-huh. she typed them up and he sang it, it comes across like it does on the record. Yeah. So so I I hate Adam. Yeah, same. It's weird, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I do like all of the the stuff prior to Moncon sur Yeah. I do Close. like all that. It's fun and it's silly and it's it's I mean, imagine playing that. Imagine going back in time to someone listening to Muse after they've just listened <laughs> yeah. to Hyper Music yeah. and going, yeah. this is their fifth album. <laughs> it's in the set list. newborn and hysteria. Like, it's so... But it is fun. It's the same as the Guiding Light thing. It is fun and catchy and silly and fun. Don't get me wrong. I like the bit in the middle. I like the mon... I mean, we cannot not say that his French is dog shit. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible French. Um, yeah. But I do like that whole bit. I mean, I mean, it, 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 he didn't write it, and I'm sure it's a lovely bit. So it's lovely. And I really like all of that. And then when it gets all big, and I don't know at what point it stops being the bit from Samson and Delilah, and at what point it is his own composition. Like Probably cut, starts um, with... On the piano. Is it everything yeah, up until it goes? Is it everything until it goes back into the main song? I believe is, so. So the yes. bit when it goes towards the end is like I belong, I belong to you, like that bit. I'm going to be honest. I assumed that Monka Suvreta translates to "I belong to you." Ah. So the. But I'm probably wrong. I think, but to me, I'm going to look it up and edit out if I am wrong. That so that's where I think the song should end. Which does mean cutting out the bass clarinet, which I know is a bit yeah, criminal. No, fuck you. But <laughs> I think, but that 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 I belong, I belong to you alone five. is like is like. One day I'll be able to get through a point <laughs> without someone just doing some word association in the yeah, background. That's all this fucking. So I just, <laughs> just word association. So just so you know, um, the literal translation of Monke Souvre et Tevoir is my heart opens itself to your voice. That's nice. Or That's more colloquially sort of known in English as softly awakes my heart. Which Aww. which basically is I More to proof you, right? that everybody is a better lyricist than Matt Bellamy. <laughs> so anyway, to continue my point. So I think that that whole lovely I belong, I belong to you is A, his vocals, his, 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 he's got his good singer. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Lovely. Matt Bellamy, just... good guitarist, good singer. Mm-hmm. And and I think it should end there, and I think it'd be, really nice, it'd be a really nice outro to the, a really nice like end to the song, which would be really and it's a nice ending. Yeah, because I mean, fine, it does mean skipping the bass clarinet, which is a bit of a shame, but I don't like that it just comes back into the same. Yeah. Thing. I like that. I, I like. Don't, I'm just done with it. Specifically for that reason, because I'm like, oh, it's going back into like from the opera, which I really like and should have been the ending. It's going back into this stupid pop song. It is, but it's going back into this pop song with a clarinet solo. <laughs> <laughs> like that's great. I love that. Yeah, I. It doesn't. Even though it does mean skipping the clarinet, and it means skipping the gong that the song ends on. 
which is great. Does it? Yeah, of course. I think it should end on I belong, I belong to you alone. Because I think that's really nice. Yeah. That is uh, true. The, yeah. the, the, the Samson Delilah bit, he originally tried to do it in English and then decided it wouldn't work. So he went for some bad French. <laughs> uh, this is the second song featured on the Twilight film. It's on New Moon. Okay. Uh, Matt, in so, what context does it feature? Um, a montage of them shopping. I cannot picture that at all. It's just a montage okay. where we're going shopping with Whatever. um with the girl from Pitch Perfect, whose name I've forgotten. Anna Kendrick. Yeah, Anna Kendrick. Um the Matt Bellamy said about this song, this song is influenced by silly circus sounds, Sergeant Pepper's pet sounds and a general anything goes approach to music. I mean, that's silly definitely Silly circus true. sounds. It definitely isn't anything silly goes. Silly circus I mean, sounds. I mean, when we talk about the, the... Silly circus sounds. Silly circus sounds. Silly circus sounds. Silly circus sounds. Unique silly New York. Sounds. Silly circus sounds. The human I mean, torch the was denied a bank loan. <laughs> the, the the like the chimes and the down the piano those are some silly circus sounds i could imagine a uh, clown doing a pratfall to this song yeah. for instance not in the opera bit that would be tonally adrift i mean when they talked about the <laughs> when they talked about like the we'll just self-produce it so that we can do whatever we want, and and if no matter how silly the idea is, we'll do it. This is surely oh, the peak. This yeah. is surely the peak of that. This is that, they did the whatever song. they wanted. Yeah, they did yeah. whatever the fuck they want, including chucking a bit from a from a play in the middle. <laughs> it's not a play, Lucas. It's an opera. Oh, it's an opera. Sorry, opera play. Same thing. Isn't it? It's a stupid um, little no, really, Amdram because play. Li- live a play has no music, like no songs in it, and an opera is all singing. Shh. Okay. <laughs> Live played four to- uh, five times ever. Four wow, times in French speaking venue. Four five t- four of those five times were in French speaking venues. But that was embarrassing. Yeah, that was embarrassing for him. <laughs> and uh and mildly to my annoyance, the other night of the Wembley gigs I went to in twenty ten. No. Now, well, mine night. mine got ruled by secrecy and MK Ultra, which were new ones for the list. Mm-hmm. But And it's all about the list. The list? It's all about that list. And th- but this one got I Belong to You and Neutron Star Collision, which would have both have been ticked off the list. So list number-wise, would have been the same. Good. I'm glad we're getting a little I'd rather have Rule by Secrecy and I Belong to You. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. What a silly song. It, 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 it goes on too long and it should end sooner. I think that calling some of these songs silly is like a way around them. And I think it's doing them a disservice. I think this song would be good without calling it silly. It's catchy. It's pit poppy. It, I don't know what you call it. Is it poppy? Is it pop song? It's not really, is it? Yeah. I just We just played Take That, uh, Scissor Sisters... Maroon 5. <laughs> Maroon 5. Another one as well, right? And Ruby, 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 yeah, Ruby, Ruby. definitely Poppy. Yeah, for sure. That is, again, uh, under our brutal regime. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's brutal you know, now. That's that's more than enough now, guys. That's enough. We've had enough. We've run out. We've run out of time. Stop it. If you it. want more, give us your money. But those... <laughs> <laughs> there's no option for them to do that. Okay, look... 
uh, all of those songs, you know, from Undisclosed Desires to You Belong to Me, or is it I Belong to You? Which one is it? It's We Belong Together. Okay. But were they all music? Yeah. Because um, we're doing these later, I don't know if these have a completely different energy to the episode. Some of it was some <laughs> of it was music. Some of it was music, but some of it was was actually like plays. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Some of it some of it was a play, wasn't it? Yeah, so, well, yeah. Was it? There was a couple where it was we just watched a Greek tragedy. Don't you remember? <laughs> I don't remember. I there was, was that sure it was music all the way through. But there was that bit halfway through the song when when Muse just became Les Mis. Yeah. And they just started doing Les Mis. Huh. Well, I've got an email here if you guys would like to, <laughs> sure. to hear Let's it. Let's do that, yeah. It's... Only if it is up to the lofty quality of last week's. Uh, well, uh, yeah, one can well, only hope. This is from yeah. Cecile Collin. Uh, Dear Lucas, Steve and Adam. I'm glad I get the first oh, yeah, interesting. It's, always, it's, your it's never season, me Steve. first. It's your season. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, good. I'm a huge fan of your yeah, podcast good. and of Muse. Oh. So I wanted to share my connection yeah, good. with... <laughs> My boys, as Lucas would call them. Uh, I got into them when I was 14. The Resistance came out and I was so hyped. So this person was 14 when The Resistance came out. We are so we old. Because like, as soon as I heard that, I thought, well, that's funny. Because the first time I saw Muse uh, live, I was 14 as well. <laughs> that was fucking 10 years before <laughs> the solution. <laughs> uh, Muse would come to play. I'm so sorry about whatever my pronunciation is going to be here. Muse would come to play in the Netherlands in Nijmegen. Nijmegen? Yep. But my parents wouldn't let me go. Not Megan. Okay, not Megan. But my parents wouldn't let me go. Not Megan. It pissed me off. She didn't deserve it. So once that moment... Fucking hell. So once that moment, I became an unapologetic Muse fan to remind my parents of what I had to miss because of them. Long story short, I live in Nutmegan now because I stayed there, uh, studied there, sorry. In 2019, they came back to Nutmegan uh, for a gig, and this time there were no parents to stop me. It all came full circle. My favourite track is Knights of Sidonia, not the most surprising choice. It became a song that embodies my determination. I've been through a lot of struggles with my mental health. And the last five years were a complete disaster, especially 2020. I am dealing with very grave depression and PTSD. The song that helps me through that misery is Knights of Sidonia. It makes me feel like I could move mountains. I live in the part of the Netherlands that actually isn't flat. Every time when I cycle back from my therapist to my home, I have to climb a hill. And the cool part of the song is exactly long enough to cycle uphill very fast and effective. Nice. When I am on top... When is this the cool bit of the song? Does he mean the whole I'm song? I'm honestly not sure. You'll have to get back to us and let us know which bit the cool bit is. When I am on top, I always get a bit emotional because I once again survived another therapy session and the hill became a symbol for the struggles in life. Every time when Muse launches me uphill, I know that whatever happens, I manage to overcome the struggle instead of absolution there should be a muse themed spinning course yeah yeah Um, anyone got a pun on that no not immediately right now and i read this email about three times so i really should have had one prepared yeah spin spinny stockholm spindrome yep yeah done good yeah lovely stuff very good the irony is is an incredibly silly song like many many other muse songs it's literally about mars the no one's going to take me alive part suddenly became deep for me it made me determined to feel better instead of giving up even my depression shouldn't get me alive i literally had 
to survive. Even the Mars part made sense. Instead of settling for the life that I have or that I think I can have, I have to think about if there isn't more for me instead of doing the same thing over and over again. Uh, I'll never get there, but I should live my life as if I am trying to reach another planet. It emphasised that I need a goal or a desire in my life to be happy. Now I don't have one. I lost the fuel that lights my fire, but Muse kind of restored the faith that I'll find one. Like many fans, I prefer listening to old Muse over their recent albums. I can respect their decision to do other stuff, uh, even if it is more commercial or pop. Uh, there is more to Muse than trying to copy the brilliance of Origin of Symmetry, Absolution or Black Holes and Revelations over and over again. The times that they tried, it created some very, in my opinion, forgettable songs such as Blockades. Uh, I prefer that they try new stuff and I don't mind that that includes failures. The New Direction gave us bangers such as Break It To Me, Supremacy, The Void, etc. None of that means anything to me. Uh, <laughs> I hope that they'll make a proper movie soundtrack in the future like Daft Punk did for Tron and M83 did for Oblivion and this is far-fetched but if that soundtrack is for a Christopher Nolan movie I'll be extremely happy because I'm a huge fan of his movies. We're, we're about to cover their interstellar soundtrack on the next episode yeah we are (laughs) (laughs) matt said in an interview about this song once that you have much freedom when you can laugh about yourself for me it reminded me that instead of guilt or shame i should remind myself of the fact that in a couple of years i'll probably be able to laugh about some of the things that happened to me that mindset that mindset felt kind of liberating when i went to see muse in nutmegan in 2019 uh uh, it made me think of how angry I felt when my parents did not want me to go. I realised how ridiculous it was, and I actually managed to see other amazing gigs by Muse. Like always, they closed the gig with Nights of Sidonia, and that made me very emotional. I was still there, able to enjoy myself. The episode about Absolution, part two, made me think about Muse funeral songs. Even though I'm only 26, I can't deny that I've been thinking about this before because I thought that a long life wasn't there for me. I'm considering playing Nights of Sidonia at my funeral, Unironically, I hope that I'll die old and that song is the only suitable way to end the roller coaster that my life is and will be. It is also uh, the song that represents me the best. I find somehow a way to make it, to become old. It makes me go out with a bang. Uh, I'm sorry for the long email. Yeah, you, you, it was way too long. I hope that this can give you an idea <laughs> of how the fans perceive their sillier lyrics and song. Uh, all the best and keep up this amazing uh podcast cecile uh thank you that was uh an amazing uh email um yeah what a, what a, what a positive outlook to have on that and like we're just glad you're getting help and stuff and that you're you're looking at it in in that way is is great and to write it down in words mustn't you know to three idiots is is a good thing to do alone right well, two so, idiots and one cool one yeah which one's that <laughs> it doesn't matter oh, it doesn't matter <laughs> uh also if you can have nights nice, i don't need to at your funeral you've you've done something right in your life yes. I that's, that's very cool um that brings us to the end i think everyone would mosh i think everyone would have a little mosh oh yeah i'd love mosh the riff. My funeral. yeah yeah also, mosh circle the riff. <laughs> no one's gonna take me alive and it's at your funeral is very funny <laughs> very good uh that brings us to the end of another episode thank you very much for listening it is now your turn to come and talk to us so please come and find us on our social media please i'm getting lonely uh (laughs) let us know what you think of the middle part of the resistance uh (laughs) of of this episode of anything that we've talked about today we do genuinely like one of the best things one of one of my favorite things of this podcast is talking to you all on our social medias um 
you can find us on Twitter at What Is Music Pod, Instagram at What Is Music Pod, TikTok at What Is Music. And if you'd like to send in something a little bit longer, like Cecile did, you can have us read it out on the show. We love doing that. You can email us whatismusicpod at gmail.com. We also have a couple of ways that you can support us other than listening if you'd like to. And one is to buy our merchandise. If you go to whatismusicpod.rebel.com, you'll find some stupid designs and one cool one. I think we'll have, uh, I don't know if we'll have new stuff on yet or not. I can't remember what the schedule's looking like. But if you don't want any merch, you just want to chuck us a few quid. Firstly, go fuck yourself. And uh, secondly, <laughs> you can go to coffee.com, which is ko-fi.com slash what is music. Uh, they go towards our running cost. Uh, that I like this new attitude, Adam. Don't <laughs> fuck off. I'm enjoying that about, it. Uh, uh, does it? Um, I'm going to leave, leave, leave. Let's leave with some advice, as is tradition. Uh, sure. Uh, don't uh, speak French Matt Bellamy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. bye bye au revoir